Ayon sa itinakda ng nagsalita kay Moses, na kanyang gawin alinsunod sa anyo ng kanyang nakita. Dinala rin ito ng ating mga ninuno na kasama ni Josue nang kanilang sakupin ang mga bansa na pinalayas ng Diyos sa harapan ng ating mga ninuno. Ito ay nanatili roon hanggang sa mga araw ni David na nakatagpo ng biyaya sa paningin ng Diyos at huminging makatagpo ng isang kahanang ukol sa Diyos ni Jacob. Subalit, si Solomon ang nagtayo ng bahay para sa kanya. Gayunmay, ang kataas-taasan ay hindi naninirahan sa mga bahay na gawa ng mga kamay, gaya ng sinasabi ng propeta. Ang langit ang aking luklukan at ang lupa ang tuntungan ng aking mga paa. Anong uri ng bahay ang itatayo ninyo para sa akin? Sabi ng Panginoon. O anong dako ang aking pahingahan? Hindi ba ang aking kamay ang gumawa ng lahat ng mga bagay? The Lord asked a question to the nation of Israel through the prophet, What is the place of my rest? Ito ay hina-highlight ni Stephen din. Kailangan ba ng Panginoon ng isang lugar that he will dwell? Yes, God had commanded Moses to build the tabernacle. He designed it so that Moses had to construct it according to the details. The purpose was for them to really worship God. At in, in that tabernacle. Kasi po sa tabernacle, doon po yung Shekinah glory ng Panginoon ay pinapakita niya. The Shekinah glory of God is the pillar of fire during nighttime and the pillar of clouds during the day. That marks the presence of God. Na nandoon sila, o itong tabernacle na to ay ilagay sa gitna ng mga tents sa mga hudiyo as they were um, living in the wilderness. And when Moses died and Joshua replaced him, then they were able to enter into the promised land. Ang ginawa ni Joshua is that he saw to it that the tabernacle worship did continue also. Hanggang dumating ang panahon ni David. When the kingdom reached its zenith, parang ito po yung katuparan ng pangako that they will become the mighty nation. They were able to conquer a lot of lands during the time of David and Solomon. So David thought and found favor in the sight of God to build the house for God, the temple. He asked God whether he will allow um, him to build a temple. But God said, no, because you, your hands are too bloody. You're a man of war. But your son, Solomon. So it was Solomon who built the house of God. So as Stephen was laying all this narratives or story about what happened to the tabernacle na naging templo 
Stephen was laying down his defense against the Jews because he was accused of disrespecting the temple. Pero, ang tanong, nangangailangan ba ng Panginoon sa isang templo? God did not ask for the temple. Did he? Did he command David or Solomon to build it? No. Para sa Panginoon, he had no issues speaking to the priest inside the tent or tabernacle. It was the thought of David and Solomon. The building is not sacred unless God's presence is actually there. And this is the truth that we need to remember. Hindi yung building importante. It's the presence of God. Even in our churches today, sometimes people are so awed or they are so attractive with the beautiful building that churches had. You know, ang lucky ng building nyo, ang ganda ng building nyo. But the question is, not that the facility is very beautiful, but is God really among the people? Because there are so many buildings to do today in Europe, in some parts of the U.S. that are very beautiful, but they are already building for museums. People go there just to visit, to see the place. It's a historical museum. Naging historical na ang kanilang ang, ang, ang kanilang spiritual uh, meaning ay historical na. Wala na. Hindi na ginagamit for something to worship God. Nakakalungkot. Because even during the time na lumindol sa buhol, there were many people who reacted na they were so concerned about the historical buildings of churches. And hindi hindi na reflected ang concern na yun masyado sa mga bahay, sa mga tao po na nawala ng mga bahay. Even some of them lost the lives of their loved ones. But they were so concerned about the churches, historical churches that were destroyed by the earthquake. God has no issues with the building. Ang issue ng Panginoon is the heart. Now, the temple was not built until more than 400 years after God gave Moses the plans to build it. God blessed the temple, but as I said, he did not need it. Ironically, itong templo na ginagawa ay hindi nagawa sa panahon ni Abraham, ni Moses, and even David. It was Solomon who built it. It was ironical because the structure design of the temple was to demonstrate the power or the proper way to worship God. It was a demonstration kung paano mag-worship ng Panginoon. That's why it was built. But King Solomon was the one, the first king, or he was the originator to drift away from God and worship idols and foreign gods instead. Very ironical, hindi ba? Kaya nga si Stephen brought in back the essence why the temple is irrelevant when God is not there. And this is an indictment, a kind of rebuke to his accusers. They had forgotten what Solomon had recognized during the dedication of the temple. And it was in the Psalm of Solomon, 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 27. But will God indeed dwell on the earth? Behold, heaven and the highest heaven cannot contain you. How much less this house that I have built? 
and God just proving him right, di ba? And Second Chronicles chapter seven verse one to two. As soon as Solomon finished his prayer, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple, and the priests could not enter the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord filled the Lord's house. May as we contemplate about this truth, ganon po sa ating mga churches that the glory of the Lord will fill our gatherings. Few um, chapters away in Acts chapter 17, hinahilat din ito ni Pablo. Paul used this same rationale na ginagamit niya against the Greek philosophers when he said, The God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in the temples made by man, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all mankind life and breath and everything. So our takeaway this morning in this devotional is, it's not a place, it's not a geographical place. When in fact, the Samaritan woman later or earlier, she argued before Jesus, kayong mga Hudiyo worship your God at the temple in Jerusalem. Pero kami sa temple in Jerusalem because she was a Salma, Samaritan. But Jesus said to her, a matter of fact, that the time was coming when people no longer be obligated to worship at the temple. Instead, they would worship God wherever they are in spirit and in truth. In short, the attitude of worship and the object of worship matter, not the location. Sa ating pangangaral sa umagang ito, maraming mga kapatiran natin who are in persecuted countries or in countries that are not friendly to Christians, they are persecuted, they are hiding in the woods, they are not having the luxury of meeting in buildings, but nevertheless, they are worshiping the Lord because God is not confined in a location, in a building. God is here. God is to be worshipped in spirit and in truth. Thank you, Lord, for your word today. Bless us our heart, Lord. Wherever we go, help us to be conscious and aware that you are there, not confined in a place. Thank you, Lord, that everyone would have access to you because we are going to go into a place where we can call you in, anywhere, anytime. Thank you for this wonderful truth. And help us to really worship you even every morning in spirit and in truth. Wherever we are right now, some of us are at work, some are at home or at school. We pray that wherever we go, help us to recognize that you are there and we can worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.